Welcome. You're listening to Faith vs. Weight with Maria Bauer. Maria is a former U.S. Navy Health Information Systems Officer, current health and wellness coach, and author of the book, Faith vs. Weight, reminding you that you already have victory in Christ. Now, here's your host, Maria Bauer. Hello and welcome. It's time for your Daily Strength to Shine. For those following along with the Faith vs. Weight Program Daily Strength to Shine Action Guide, this corresponds with Week 7, Day 5, opening with our Bible verse of the day coming from Isaiah 54, 13. All your children will be taught by the Lord, and great will be their peace. When it comes to middle school, nutrition requirements are all over the map depending on a child's growth and activity levels. If kids are eating appropriate amounts of protein, veggies, fruit, and plant-based fats, they will usually self-regulate. Carbohydrate intake is tricky. Some need more to grow and some will store it as fat if they are not as active. Since quality counts, whole grains are always a better option. Children growing through growth spurts may need more than one starchy carbohydrate serving and protein at each meal, or they may need to turn their snacks into more of a meal. Eating reasonably portion controlled meals more frequently is always better than overdoing it at one sitting. Whatever the case, each snack and meal should include a high quality protein and a vegetable or fruit. Healthy fats are not at the top of middle school kids' minds, but these are easy to include in the form of nuts at snack time or avocados, guacamole, hummus, or olive oil at mealtime. If these are served in appropriate serving sizes, about 100 calories per serving, according to age and stage, Cutting down on carbs or increasing them will then depend on whether the child is growing up or out, as mentioned in previous podcasts. Ensuring enough energy for play and growth without overdoing it is the goal. Most days I had my middle school aged boys pack their snacks and lunch for school. I wanted them to be in the habit of preparing and making healthy choices, which required thinking ahead. No one else is going to do this for them, so they might as well start learning how to do it sooner rather than later. If you are overwhelmed by the idea of just trying to get your children out the door, no problem. You can pack the items the night before, or you can just look at this as a summer project. It is a lot easier to implement things in the summer when you have more control of your schedule. The school year can be stressful enough. Snacks. Again, the purpose of snacks, as mentioned in the previous podcast, even for tweens, teens, and adults, is to keep fueled until the next meal. Test to see which snacks work best. The amount depends a lot on their rate of growth and activity level. Neither adults nor children want to approach dinner starving because it will result in overeating. The biggest problem, whether children are over or underweight, is grazing. The more substantial their snack, the less chance they will graze. For active teens, this may mean a full sandwich after school, starting with two slices of thin sliced whole grain bread or a string cheese and an apple with two tablespoons of nuts if you have preteens or lighter eaters. Breads are listed in week seven of the book, Faith vs. Weight, Magnifying the Glory of God, as well as snack suggestions on the breakfast snack chart in the book for teens that are less active. Teenagers. With teenagers, it is even more important to find out their why, or they're just flat out not going to do it. Drama, sports, or other interests can inspire them to kick it up a notch. 
Coaches may reinforce the fact that athletes are naturally faster when they are leaner. Lead roles in drama are easier to come by when you look the part. As bad as that sounds, I've heard this from many mothers of children in drama. The key here is to teach young men and women how to make healthy changes before they try draconian ones. However, if none of these things interest your teenager, something else will or maybe already has. Look for ways to emphasize how healthy eating and exercise can help them reach their goals. You can also have someone else teach these principles. Then you can reinforce the suggestions at home. Even if you are delivering the exact same message, they may need to hear it from someone else. Whether or not you are able to convert your teenager into choosing a healthy lifestyle, do not despair. You are still imprinting your healthy choices on their brain. They're watching you and you are setting an example. I still remember how and what my parents ate, and I am sure you do too, whether it was good or bad. They may not fall in love with seamed spinach, but someday they might remember that you did. Teenagers and Depression I remember stopping at a roadside IHOP in Oklahoma one day with my family and being the only one who ordered an egg white omelet with veggies, light oil, and an avocado on the side. As we were walking out, I saw a high school teenager who was morbidly obese with a baseball cap pulled over his eyes. He was just hanging out in front of IHOP in no apparent rush to go anywhere, looking as if he had already given up on that particular day. Since then, I have seen many obese and morbidly obese children and young adults in Texas and Oklahoma. I realize other states have it even worse. Life is difficult enough without adding problems that are entirely preventable. These teenagers can lose the weight. Many do not know how or honestly care enough to try because they do not have a reason why that is big enough. They have already given up. Depression is a significant factor for many overweight teens. However, trying to tackle an obesity problem without first addressing depression is more time wasted. Excessive media, drugs, alcohol, porn, and sexual promiscuity among teenagers make things worse. Yet these are all more accessible when teens are not engaged in meaningful endeavors. That's why, if you can, start them young when it comes to activities. Self-esteem building activities Parental involvement and counseling can help turn the ship around. However, it may take the kind of prayer that will not let go until there is a blessing. Even if your teen cannot be dragged to church, make sure you are going. Don't give up. You never know who or what might trigger your child to pursue a healthier lifestyle. It might even be you. Remember to ask others to storm heaven on your child's behalf. For this reason, since the day we heard about you, we have not stopped praying for you. We continually ask God to fill you with the knowledge of His will through all the wisdom and understanding that the Spirit gives. Colossians 1.9 Bad news in our kids. What are your children listening to when they are not in school or at church? Many households have the news on all day, every day, not realizing every word is subconsciously being soaked up by their children. Children do not have the emotional intelligence to deal with this amount of bad news or its severity. Neither do most adults. If you think our kids are not negatively affected by the constant media dump of bad news, I believe you are wrong. Children with ADHD were permitted to use a fidget spinner to manage stress, anxiety, fidgeting, and so on in the classroom, but everyone else was using them too. Spinners calmed people down of all ages while helping them to focus. I'm all for that, but it grieves me that we have so many 
10-year-olds that are already stressed out, let alone teenagers. We need to talk to children about healthy boundaries and safety, but we also need to allow them to be children. No one leads to listen to bad news all day, every day, especially not our children. Limit when you can the types and amount of bad news on in your home so your children won't be tempted to use food as a comfort source. Tech and kids, all things were made through him, and without him, nothing was made that was made. John 1, 3. Although the Bible is an ancient book, it still is the authoritative source on parenting, even when it comes to technology. Don't kid yourself into thinking that the problems our kids face today have made the Bible irrelevant. The problems we face today as parents are still the same old problems. They are, as one of my children's teachers used to say, quote, like putting lipstick on a pig, end quote. Media may make evil more accessible and encourage inactivity, but at the end of the day, it is still a choice. If children do not know God, they won't know how to listen to Him and will be listening to everything and everybody else. Behold, I send you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. Therefore, be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. Matthew ten sixteen. Today's Reflection, Young Americans today's action. Find out your tween or teen's why. What matters to them? Number two, if your teen or tween is suffering from depression, get help. Try to minimize access to the constant barrage of bad news, at least on the home front. Number three, if your tween or teen doesn't seem to have a why or is depressed, remember to storm heaven. I was depressed as a teen and now the joy of the Lord is my strength because someone was storming heaven on my behalf. Thank you for listening to Faith Versus Weight, reminding you that you already have victory in Christ. Consult your physician before starting any weight loss or exercise program.